Welcome to Tech Bytes with TechNext. Here, we bring to you a brief roundup of everything exciting about the tech space across Africa and indeed the entire globe. From startup announcements to new inventions and the latest buzz boosts on the social space, we will be sharing industry important highlights and exploring the news within the news. We will also be bringing industry experts to share opinions about major news for the week. And most importantly, watch out for our exciting future for this week. We are sure it will be an exciting session you won't want to miss. Let us begin. This is uh, Tech Bytes. We are back on um, Tech Bytes, um, where we give you the news, um, the updates, um, everything that happens in the tech space in Nigeria, Africa, and across the globe. Um, I will not be here alone. Um, I have two other amazing people. Mm, are they amazing? Okay, let's leave the world. Amazing people. I remain Omole, and um, you know, with me is Dami. Hi, everyone. And Ganyu. I'm the amazing Dami. Hi everyone. Ghani is not a regular on Tech Bytes. We should just, you know, we should just come and sit here. <laughs> come and sit here. <laughs> if, you, if you pay me for appearance, I, I, mean, I don't mind. <laughs> for our conversation today, we'll be looking at the resurgence of Bitcoin and talk about, you know, the possible brighter future of crypto um, ahead. We have a guest who will be joining us later on. Um, you have to stay on. Stay tuned, you know, to get the juice out of that um don't forget to like subscribe comment share you know there are 31 other episodes so please um <coughs> do everything you can do to what engage with it you can find the um, tech bite on amazon apple google spotify samsung rss youtube, YouTube facebook, facebook everywhere Twitter. <laughs> everywhere <laughs> okay so before we go into the uh, the news segment um i just would like to ask ganyu how was your week uh well me it was pretty good uh a little bit chaotic but i survived so i'm here you survived yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> did you go to, did you enter a survivor did you enter a dragon's den survive that's why i don't go out anyway i think you should stay at home they say stay at home and stay safe stay home stay safe Dami, how was your week? My week was crazy because it was moving week for me. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the only thing that happened this week to me that I wish did not happen was too much work. And this sun, I came out, was it on Wednesday? I'm like, Jesus, the people that come out every day, how do they do it? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't do this every day. I just stay in my house. Anyway, Dami, take us around the world of t- um, the news. Give us the news in 10 minutes. Yeah, we, it's interesting, right? That our first news today is the polar opposite of what we have to talk about, the resurgence of crypto. Hmm. But our first news is talking about an African crypto payment startup that shut down. Hmm. That is LaserPay. So LaserPay, um, it's a crypto payments gateway that allows businesses receive crypto payments and convert it to to whatever currency they want fiat money and all of that so the um ceo njoku emmanuel uh co-founder and ceo announced the shutdown of laser pay yesterday uh according to the statements the you know crypto startup that was touted as the african stripe mm. you know for crypto uh 
it's closing down because they're unable to raise money yeah. to keep the lights on. And, you know, they've been on this money raise for some months now. In fact, in November, they had to lay off some staff because mm. they could not keep up payments for everyone. Cost, yeah. yeah. But apparently, four months later, they're just having to make the tough decision to, you know, shut down the lights and, mm. and everything. All right. Uh, so... A lead investor that was supposed to be the lead in the fundraising pulled out and that caused some ripple effect. Yeah, last year. And that caused some ripple effect and everything for the platform. Uh, That's a bit of a sad news. Uh, The platform says it has serviced over 3,000 startups so far. Um, uh, 3,000 businesses, more or less. And, you know... I just like to know what Ganyo has to say on this. Because you know he's a... Anti anti crypto advocate. <laughs> Ganyu. I mean, well, um, it's not it's not particularly a good news. Uh, you know, because when I saw it too yesterday, I was shocked because um, I mean, considering the fact that I mean, people's jobs will be lost. lost in the yeah. I'm always very concerned about what the ripple effect would be on uh, the average person, and especially uh, Nigerians. Uh, I mean, Africans that depend on the platform. You know to do all of the stuff that they do and all of that so uh it's not it's not it's not an exciting development no doubt and we can only uh send our best wishes to i mean the lesser pay team at this trying times and mm. wish them the very best yeah. Yeah. the next thing they do but he did well when i had to post the statement on my instagram story like you really did well you know when you were on yeah, and the, the solution young, was the young yeah I mean, nigerian you know the, doing all of that solution was said to be super important that's why he was uh you know comparing to say the african stripe. stripe it's just so interesting that it just can't survive the first five years yeah. but yeah um all the best laser pay in and to the team as well in their future we endeavors. Wait, we wait we for, wait him for the next. Back stronger with some other products. Mm, yeah. While we're still talking about that, <laughs> this looks like a setup. But VC <laughs> funding for cryptocurrency drops in drops by eighty percent in Q1 Why is 2023. So <laughs> 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 All right. So venture capital investments into crypto firms in the Q1. Q1 is January, February, March. Um, dropped by 80%. Uh, 80%. This meant only 22.4 billion worth of VC funding went to crypto platforms in that period. This is, I mean, compared to the 13 billion that was seen in Q1 2022. That's massive money. I, th- I don't think you're putting the currency. That's in billion dollars. Okay, yeah, dollars. Yeah, don't so get it twisted. So Ghani doesn't think it's dollars. Naira. It's dollars. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, uh, this is not new or surprising. Since yeah. 2021, yeah. there's been continuous drop in venture. Like it dropped from 65,000. Yeah. There's a continuous <laughs> me, drop. I like, what? I, 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 I know what to check. 80% is. I know how check my wallet for a long time. It's, it's worrisome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that 2021 Q1 was coming off the 2020, 2022 Q1, the rise, was coming off the 2021 crypto boom. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah lots of boom yeah. in the crypto space. People were, were anticipating the next big thing in 2022. And last year, it came with lots of shocks from FTX to Luna to, you know, the story Already was long. Yeah. doing it anyhow. Yeah. Anyhowness. And this has spewed into the year as well. But hopefully, it picks up again. Uh, crypto is here to stay, right? Let's just pick up. I have money yeah. inside <laughs> 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 uh, CEO Ray Youssef has responded to allegations of substance abuse and money laundering in Coindex, in the Coindex reports uh, mm. on Paxful's 
unraveling. So uh, this week we talked to Paxful CEO on technext.24.com. Exclusive, yeah, you should go and read it. So, uh, last week there was a news report that Paxful was shutting down. The CEO announced that Paxful was shutting down, and you know, it gave its reasons the fact that some key staff were departing, and you know, some regulatory issues in the US. US. But after that, a news report came out on Coindesk. Coindesk is a prominent uh, crypto platform that what we're seeing or what the CEO was telling us is beyond that you know there were some other deeper issues like substance abuse during meetings and you know and money laundry issues with his co-founder issues with co-founder who wanted to you know get back at him and get his own share of the business and all of this you know yeah but uh in the interview with tech next uh ray yusef denies all of this it's and all lies yeah says it's all oh, lies and you know he shared more light <laughs> about it if you want to know what's um uh what he says all his way, yeah. yeah you should go to technext to read it technext24.com yeah good day now now like now <laughs> all right moving on so today we've come with good news right uh you know just to tell you also how you can make money so okay. OpenAI, the parent company behind the prominent uh, chats bots and you know AI chats to GPT. chat GPT, uh, said it would pay users up to twenty thousand dollars if you can detect bugs in chat GPT. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're new to the space, this kind of thing is called a bounty hunt or a bug hunt. All right. And OpenAI has said it will pay users up to two thousand twenty thousand dollars. You know the lead. The smallest will be two hundred dollars from you know the minute bugs to like twenty thousand dollars for the very severe yeah. severe bugs and all of that, you know. So this is money on the table for you. Do you use chat GPT? I mean I, I well once in a while. Actually. Have you noticed any bug, anything that looks like a bug? Was I have not used it that much, so I think I've only used it maybe twice or thrice. The only thing I've noticed is one that my I asked ChatGPT to describe a beautiful woman, and he said, "No, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah it don't doesn't uh, do personal. Or yeah, I don't um, this don't uh, take women by their face. You know, take them by. I'm like, oh my god, just describe a beautiful woman. <laughs> That's a bug. Maybe I report it to ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't do that but because they've listed. Has, you know, yeah, own, they've listed flaws anyway. They've listed the kind of bugs that people should list out. I will so still reach out. They said it should be j- jailbreak prompts, coercive questions to initiate AI model writing malicious code, or queries that might trigger inappropriate language towards the chatbot users. Hmm. So these are the kind of bugs that you should pick out. That, so I think yeah. that one is bad, not ChatGPT. <laughs> Google's oh, bad. Okay, Google's bad. <laughs> so these are the kind of bugs you are looking for. If you have more, as long as they can verify the authenticity, then yeah, go for it. But yeah, uh, when you collect money, when you collect money, you pay your tithes to my accounts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Substack. Uh, next news is Substack has unveiled the product that got. It's banned from Twitter. Mm. Mm. So, uh, just in case you don't know, today is uh, anniversary for when Elon Musk announced oh. his intentions to buy Twitter. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't Happy anniversary him. to all Twitterians. You know, <laughs> if you can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the new setup. We are not greeting Elon Musk. 
They're not creating bots. We've created them enough on this podcast. So the newsletter platform Substack has unveiled a new feature called Notes. All right, uh, which fe- function is similar to Twitter, and he rolled it out on Tuesday. And while Substack doesn't see Notes as Twitter rival because it says it's not accurate to call Notes a Twitter rival, they have two different models with different incentives. All right. Um, Substack says the goal of Notes is to reward creators uh, to make it easier for subscribers to discover content and, you know, Notes won't feel like Twitter or any other social media platform we Note I think today. they also mentioned that it's going to be, it's going to be only used by only um, that's people that have that use Substack will be the ones that are able to like, comment, and share. It's not that mm. you just yeah. so it's 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 actually for Substack subscribers, not um, and, it's, and not, this, it's not for general use. Yeah, and the news is coming just after Elon Musk banned all Substack links from Twitter uh, last week. All right, and uh, Twitter has also since then. It results, such results of any news mentioned in Substack. Uh, so yeah, it's so, like, so it feels like your comeback. Yeah, it's like a direct competition. No, that's so because of that perceiving. platform that Twitter actually said, you yeah. know, blocking. So Twitter is perceiving a direct competition and probably trying to nozzle it before before it grows like white fire. But let's see. It's it's a free world. Innovations can only thrive. Right, and you know, Substack has a pretty good following as well. Mm. So almost, pr- almost every prominent newsletter uh, is, Substack, is built so. on Substack. And talking about newsletters, she subscribes to our newsletters too. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, that brings us to the end of the news around the world of tech. And yeah, thank you. Go to technext24.com to read all of this. You know, all the details. I'm sure we'll not give you all the details. So go to technext24.com to read all the details and more news stories. We also do interviews with you know with um, founders, with women, with teenagers, you know, just go to Techness24 and you'll be excited that you actually opened up. Turn on post notifications. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the conversation for today, the topic is the resurgence of Bitcoin prices are the brighter days here, you know, last year when it went uh, below 15,000 or 17. 20 below yeah when below okay 20. let's say 20 when below 20 a lot of people cried people went into depression mm, as they should daniel was happy that <laughs> people were going into depression <laughs> i was seeing my money like this as in it just I, I i could not check my um i didn't check for months i didn't check I I left could, it exactly that was me i couldn't check it. like what from 65 no way <laughs> so yes um the world's um, most popular cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, has been on a roller coaster, you know, for a couple of years now, experiencing, uh, you know, sharp fluctuations. You know, it goes up, it goes down, and um, however, in recent months, it has, um, okay, let me not say skyrocketed. Mm, that's grown. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty grown in Q1. So. Yeah, yeah, that's gone up again. You know, prompting uh, many people to wonder whether. There is now it's now a period of growth and stability uh, but we can't say that yet we mm-hmm. can't really say that some experts you know attribute the resurgence to institutional adoption while others um, point to broader economic and geopolitical trends um in this context you know the context of the you know rise and fall um, we need to ask the question are there brighter days for bitcoin and cryptocurrency ahead or is this just an, is this just another temporary spike For our conversation, we explore the factors contributing to the resurgence of Bitcoin prices, and we have uh, 
uh, a professor. <laughs> I'd like to call my guest professors. We have a professor who is going to help us, you know, examine the long-term prospects for this influential digital currency. If Bitcoin goes down, <laughs> be sure that Ethereum is going down. All the other ones are going down. If yeah, it goes definitely. up, so it's like it's, it's too influential. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So to do this, we have um, Elochuku Okoye, who has um, seven plus experience in digital marketing and five experience in the blockchain content creation. He has worked with a notable blockchain companies like Singularity Net, Money Trip, V Meta Three, and Montech. Um, he's going to be joining us. He's already here. Um, hi, Elochuku. Hi, it's so great to be here. I like how he's happy. How's your week, Elochuku? How was your week? Oh, awesome. Awesome. Hmm. Okay, right, you're great. not in Lagos, that's why. <laughs> because these Lagos people, they refuse to say use the word awesome. Okay, so yeah, let's get into it. Um... The first one is usually <laughs> the first question is usually the obvious question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what is your opinion on you know on the recent um, resurgence um, of Bitcoin prices? Do you do you believe that there are brighter days ahead, or is this another temporary period? You know where it goes up and comes down. As at this morning, um, it's Bitcoin price is over thirty thousand. I think I saw thirty nine ninety. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's gone down now, but that was that what I saw this morning. So, do you think there are brighter days ahead? You know, with this um, resurgence. All right, thank you. Uh, it's very difficult to say that the brighter days are ahead, because uh, if you look at uh, the Bitcoin and uh, how it's been going over the years, the uh, like in twenty twenty or before then, around seven thousand. To 18,000, 18, then to a point it got to the to the peak 60k over 60k, and now ranging around the region of 30k, 30, 30 something. So the volatility, is, the brighter days might be around the corner, but you can never tell what's happening. I, I would encourage everyone that is optimistic about BTC and cryptocurrency to get on board, but always to do your own research. <laughs> Ganyu, you mentioned optimism. Yeah. Are you also optimistic about the resurgence? Okay, yeah. Uh, well, maybe a little bit. Uh, if we look at the fact that a lot has happened in the crypto market, um, I mean, from last year till now, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad Dami mentioned that Terra crash, you know, uh, FTS yeah. and all of that, and all of the other issues that have happened. So if Bitcoin still defied all odds and is still navigating and showing some balance somewhere, that might, you know, maybe give a sigh of relief somewhere. But uh, but like like he mentioned, the volatility of the space is still like a problem. So it creates a lot of uncertainty and you'll be wondering if it's just... Uh, Temporary. If it's just Bitcoin messing with your head, so, <laughs> so you will not, you might not necessarily be certain that this might be it. But of course, uh, you can only be optimistic, really. I mean, especially for folks that have their money in crypto, just be optimistic and maybe pray to God that I mean, better days are ahead. Indeed. He also mentioned do your research. Please do your research before you actually invest. That means yeah. Okay. So uh, 
Bitcoin, like you mentioned in Q1, has been on a steady rise. All right, there'll be moments of drops, but often it's all a steady rise. Today it's up by 1%, tomorrow 5%, like that, like that, like that. What would you see has contributed to the recent increase, especially considering the fact that just a few months ago we're still dealing with FTX, Luna, yeah. and everything? And even, well, you know, two major crypto banks collapsed. Right, yeah. Signature and Silicon Valley Bank and all of that. What would you say has contributed in recent times to the steady increase in Bitcoin prices and, you know, uh, the particular events that, that have done this? Okay, um, in th- this question is, uh, as you can see, many investors see, see Bitcoin as a hedge against the inflation and uh, economic instability. Uh, so this is a very big point because especially when you see that BTC is outperforming uh, instruments like gold. And just as you mentioned, the collapse of uh, all these banks, the Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, is also showing that uh, even the traditional institutions that people have uh, their hearts and uh, their trust in are failing them. So, and also the decline in the value of uh, US dollars is also a factor. So all these factors are working in the favor of BTC and Bitcoin, making people to see that Bitcoin, uh, of course, and the price. So that those are the, those are the uh, macroeconomic factors surrounding the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So let me chip in something here. Yeah, I uh, you 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 said something that I mean I just have to react to the fact that you know the collapse of you know these banks um, shows that you know even the traditional institutions that we believe in uh, have the capacity to fail. So, um, but of course, the problem with uh, uh, with the crypto space really is the lot of uncertainty that is around, you know, buying crypto assets really. And so, for somebody like me that I'm a crypto skeptic, right? Uh, even if assets bank collapse today, I'm sure that there is a there's, my money is safe. You understand? There's there's a backup plan somewhere. It's not like the same thing for for crypto really. So, what would you, what would be your take on that? Yeah, uh, in crypto, it's not the same, to be honest. And that is why uh, there is an element of uh, decentralization in the in the cryptocurrency industry. I will always advise that cryptocurrency is an investment like every investment, but a risky investment. So being able to do your own research is the best advice that I will give to anybody that would like to invest in cryptocurrency. Yeah. Plus, Thank you. plus you if you think about it, if you think anyway. about it, what you're buying is crypto. You're buying Bitcoin or ETH or ETH or something. Mm-hmm. If you buy one Bitcoin, your one Bitcoin does not reduce. What reduces is the value of it compared yeah. to other currencies. So it's still one Bitcoin. So it's still one Bitcoin. It's just like if you buy Naira. Naira is always okay. Let me not talk. About it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> when you come after you. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, so one of the uh, you know, experts have said one of the reasons Bitcoin is resurging is because of in institutional um, uh, institutions are beginning to consider it. You know, I think South Africa said it's now a mm. financial yeah. um, 
assets. Yeah. yeah. So do you agree that institutional um, adoption of Bitcoin is causing this resurgence? You know, why? What do you think about you know institutions becoming interested in Bitcoin? Yeah, institutional adoption is a factor, but it's not uh, everything. You can, if you watch Twitter, you listen to news, you can see that micro strategy is always uh, buying bitcoins, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, every time you hear micro strategy buying bitcoins. Uh, but someone said, funnily enough, someone said, I always hear micro strategy buying bitcoins. But I never hear them say they were selling. Is it that they all buy and they don't sell? Anyway, that's a topic for another day. Also, uh, the formal effects, fear of missing out. Once the interest uh, is there, once the interest of the institution is there, and people are saying, wow, this asset is performing. So the fear of missing out will always come in, and that will also lead to the uh, increase uh, in price. Then retail traders also have uh, uh, more confidence in BTC, in Bitcoin, when institutions are buying. So it's like a ripple effect. Recently, we heard that uh, uh, Twitter is partnering with Ethereum uh, to let their users trade uh, stocks and crypto. So when you hear all these news, of course, it shows that there, there is more institutional adoption of cryptocurrency and BTC. And that would also lead to increase in the price of BTC. Hmm. Hmm. Talking about increase that you mentioned now, this increase, is this something that you think is sustainable? Or is it a bubble like 2021 that soon it will just go poop? And we would all be wet with, with the water. <laughs> well, um, that's a very good question. But I will say that BTC, I don't believe that BTC is a bubble that is about to be burst. And one of the reasons is because of uh, the longevity of the industry. You know, the industry has gone a long way. It has started uh, for a long time. And it's an industry on its own. Though uh, the cryptocurrency is subject to uh, volatility and uh, there is always a persistence uh, uh, price swings, but because uh, BTC has experienced uh, growth in the past, so uh, they say history will always repeat itself. I believe that uh, it's not a bubble. Rather, Things will continue to get better as you know the industry matures. Mm. So okay, so I wanted to ask something. So, but, I mean, so <laughs> technically, you're saying that this is the right time to invest. He says, do your research. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you will always do. Like... See, uh, yeah, no crypto person, no BTC person will always tell you invest or not invest because some of those advices uh, people do give. Uh, it can hurt someone, especially when you do it the wrong way. That is why you always need to do your own research. It's always the best. Do your research before you invest. Because cryptocurrency is a risk investment. Investing in digital assets is risky. Do your own research. 
I think that's my take on points anyway. Do your own <laughs> <laughs> like crypto is the only investment where the proponents are like doing your own research. Real estate, I'll tell you, invest. It's invest. Nice <laughs> <laughs> more <laughs> research. Tell you invest. Invest. I play markets. Invest. invest. Do crypto. Where, where uh, every three markets is, we hear that. Do your own research. But it's interesting. Ganyu, <laughs> <laughs> do your research. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's so, also, sorry, there's also something I need to add. It's very important to do your own research because if you depend on other people to do your research for you, that is why uh, the influencers would come and be telling you this is the way it is going. Whereas they are trying to, they are giving you a narrative to influence their trips. You know, mm-hmm. I can be telling you that the market is about to dump, the market is about to dump. And it makes sense if I am, my trade is going that direction. So I'm influencing the trade indirectly, and that is what is happening. So if you don't do your own research, uh, the way we call it, then you will provide liquidity for the institutions. <laughs> mm, like, like Elon was doing with Dogecoin that year. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, you talked about how institutional adoption has helped increase cryptos um, or BTC and and the entire crypto space, the value over the last yeah. few few months and all of that. Um, what role do you think the regulatory space will take or will play out in the future in terms of Bitcoin and crypto? I mean. Just this week, we had the G7 will be talking about how to regulate crypto at the next summit and all of yeah. this. Are there specific regulations or policies that you think would have a significant impact on the cryptocurrency market, be it for good or be it for bad? Yes. To be honest, uh, I have a friend of mine, a Bitcoin analyst and a crypto analyst. He said something. I think the market is right for a regulation. The BTC market, the cryptocurrency markets have been unregulated for, for some time now. Despite the fact that countries can pop up and bring their own regulations, like uh, the recent uh, uh, fining of Binance by the US government is also part of it. And uh, the uh, of, banning of uh, mining activities in China and all that all are all part of uh, regulations so introducing that can be for good it can also go the other way it can be for good if uh, of course it makes people to get more confidence and it's all about people's reaction it can also go the other way if those uh, that believe in the the hardcore decentral decentralization proponents that believe that governments should never and never try to do anything with uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. And they see that governments are interfering. So if there are a large number of people towards that angle, then you can see that it's, uh, uh, that the market is more likely to go the other way. But from what I'm seeing, from a lot of people that I know, the primary motivation for most people going into cryptocurrency and Bitcoin is to make money, is to make a living. Okay, so um, because of that, uh, because of that issue, you see that uh, a lot of them are not really hardcore decentralization uh, proponents. So, uh, in my own assessment, 
is going to be a plus for the industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, talking about regulation, I mean, like you mentioned, the hardcore proponents or the hardcore um, evangelists for crypto have been no to regulations, no to regulations, no to regulations. Now, with your wave of people calling for regulation, is that not like trouble in the camp or like P- maybe Bitcoin guys don't know what they want actually? Like, they are confused. If you say no regulation and on the same hand, decentralization, decentralization right? On the same hand, you're talking about, oh, okay, maybe it's time for government to step in and all of that. Like, is it that at the slightest mm-hmm. issue, people are scared? Yeah. No. Um, you see, there's no technology that starts the way it's, it's originates, you know, it starts initially. There is always development. They say that uh, the law is not, uh, man is not made for the law, uh, or the law is not made for, man is not made for the law, man is made, or the law is made for man. You see? Uh, change will always come plus. Nothing is ever the same. So, bringing about change, I think this is the right time for that. Mm, okay. Mm. So, it's time for regulations. Yeah. Can you respond to that? Okay. Um, I mean, more like a follow-up question to that. So, no doubt, uh, because uh, there have been a lot of concerns around how regulated the crypto spaces and i think it's commonsensical for people to express those concerns uh considering i mean if you look at events in in the space you would be scared of you know putting your money because <laughs> there's there's no government certainty that okay uh, your money is safe i mean i mean if you look at the collapse of uh you know crypto exchanges and all of that so are there specific areas of regulations that in your opinion you think would be helpful uh, for the crypto space at this point. Yeah, um, uh, regulation in in terms of uh, you know uh, the countries coming together and bringing about uh, making maybe an international law or a kind of uh, a law that guides. Uh, the operation of uh, cryptocurrency bodies, uh, cryptocurrency exchanges, and all that. And for cryptocurrency to be recognized as officially as an instrument, you know, that people can treat. Because it is not every country that recognizes that. And uh, uh, I don't know how possible it's going to be because a lot of things about cryptocurrency and the blockchain and how it operates but i think uh, uh let's let's continue uh going that via that regulation as things unfold we learn things and it gets better day by day okay finally so i i know that nigeria has a very complicated history with uh regulating crypto right i mean the infamous crypto ban is something we would always reference right and uh, so we're seeing other countries right i mean south africa um, you know, coming into the space, seeing the need to step in and recognize, you know, uh, Bitcoin as uh, a financial asset. Right? So, are there lessons that Nigeria, yeah. Nigeria can learn from, you know, countries that are stepping in, into the crypto market? Yes, there are. Because uh, if you look at uh, Dubai, for example, Dubai has opened up, uh, I've never seen uh, a, uh, 
that's UAE rather, has opened up its uh, territory. Dubai is like the capital of everything, innovation, tech, metaverse, cryptocurrency, and mm. all that. So if uh, we want to get to the level of Dubai and attract things, attract people, there are specific laws. There are things that we need to put to place. I think Nigeria needs to learn from these countries, like uh, making, uh, making, giving task concessions to some of these people. These are innovatives, you know. These are 21st century uh, tech, 21st century way of life, 21st century uh, business. So we shouldn't be a cake and uh, continue looking back and. Uh, focusing on the disadvantages and the demerits of the blockchain and cryptocurrency. We should be progressive if we are to compete globally in the quality of nations. But if we continue to take the back seats, then we'll be left behind. Thank you very much. We'll relate this to the president elect. There is in Naira. We are one of the first countries to have launched our own CBDC. It's not easy now. How many people is it in Naira? How many people have seen in Naira? Oh, you see. In Naira. Is there really in Naira? Anyway, so there's a point you mentioned earlier. In Naira is. In Naira is a case of for another day. Okay. <laughs> so you mentioned a point earlier. You said the weakening uh, US dollar is affecting the resurgence of Bitcoin. I wanted to expand on that. You know, tell us why this is happening, and uh, if the US dollar is further weakened, do you think it would um, you know help the uh, Bitcoin prices or crypto crypto prices? This question is more or less practical. Uh, Take a look at it. You have uh, Naira. Let's not even go to dollar. We have Naira in Nigeria. That's our national currency. And uh, each time you hold a uh, hundred Naira, you go to the market. And what hundred Naira buys today is not what it's going to buy tomorrow. It's buying significantly less. You go to the next day. Uh, what the same hundred Naira can buy is getting significantly lesser. And so. The, once the value of uh, the currency is getting uh, you know, low, uh, the prices, uh, of course, go higher. And uh, also the inflation rate is getting higher. So it means that keeping the money in the bank is not the answer. So I believe that the way it's going with the U.S. economy now, they are smart people and they are business people. So no one wants to his money to go at a loss. So it will definitely, I mean definitely, would make BTC to become more attractive. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Can yeah. you can you hear? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear? Yeah. I mean, like I said, my major uh, takeaway from all of this is do your research. So I invest. I invest in research now. Uh, <laughs> all right. Talking about making crypto at- attractive, so it is good, right? Prices are increasing. Uh, people are making more money. Yeah. Uh, farmers are not hungry uh, and uh, all of that. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. I saw what you did. <laughs> <laughs> but then. Um, also in recent times there's been significant rise in terms of cyber attacks yeah. and acts of crypto 
platforms even platforms itself like they're hacking an entire cryptocurrency platform or people's wallets and all of this it's increasing and because there is no government regulation there yet it is difficult for people to recover or retrieve their money i mean if my account is hacked now i know my naira account is hacked now i know they are probably mails or processes i can take so at CBN. least kind of get my money back or even if not get everything maybe some part of it or make sure somebody goes to jail sha, for, yeah, for, yeah. for stealing my money but in crypto there isn't anything like that so far if your money is gone it's gone right and it makes people scared if you can't assure the safety of my funds why are you telling me to invest in it so what uh what can you say how do you think this event has impacted um bitcoin to the layman to the average person out there and how do you think it could get better yeah now let's me uh (laughs) let me drop the shocker in 2022 alone about uh, $3 billion were uh, hacked. I mean, not just 2022 alone, but grossly by 2022, $3 billion from around 125 uh, hacks, as reported by Chainalysis. And uh, you can see that it is a lot of money. Only the ones reported. So yeah. that, is, that, is, <laughs> that is the shock. There are also other hacks in case of uh, uh, protocols that use uh, smart contracts, mm-hmm. called a smart contract hack, those are also different type of, of hacks. So it's a common phenomenon in uh, the blockchain and cryptocurrency space. And that's, uh, to be honest, there is no, as far as technology is concerned, there is no institution that is uh, not prone to hack. What uh, you do is you up your game. Even traditional banks do get hacked. Customers uh, in Nigeria here, of course, customers will just come. I discovered that uh, I, I, I've never done online transaction. I've never used my ATM. Some people even say they don't even have ATMs yet. They start, they start getting debit alerts. How come? In terms of hack, there are a lot of hacks. And that has eroded trust among investors. And has, of course, put doubts about uh, the security and stability of cryptos. However, however, the proof of work system in BTC that is, if we are talking about BTC, uh, makes it very difficult for BTC to be hacked. That is one. Then secondly, uh, anyone that wants to get into the crypto space should be careful. You should learn the ropes. You don't just go and trade it. Always ensure that whatever you copy uh, the address you want to send your crypto to, to ensure that it's the same address that you copied. Because if you have a virus, there, there, there's a virus, for example, that where you copy uh, an address and paste it, it changes it to uh, the hacker or the attacker that has compromised your device. So you should always have a second check. Then avoid clicking links. This is not only about uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency. 
every, even in the internet, a lot of people have their social media hacked because of clicking links. So avoid clicking all the links that you see, especially the links that you don't know anything about or links. Then finally, always make sure you confirm the platform that you are doing your transaction because there are cloned platforms. Platforms that look like the real one, but in the recess of it, they are not there. They are just maybe a little modification that you don't know. So everything boils out being security conscious because once your beauty is gone, they call it hot love. Yeah, so the last one, the last one. Um looking ahead now, um what do you think uh the what what do you think you know the, that space you know should be doing to make sure that people don't lose their money, people don't cry, you know, everybody is happy that their money is somewhere and it's actually, you know, the prices are increasing. And what are you know, the trends and development that you think will actually influence, you know, um, the resurgence of the ultimate resurgence of Bitcoin. As it's back to 70k as we saw it last time. Yeah, talk, talking about trends, of course, uh, the institutional adoption is one. And which is happening already. The continued growth of uh, the crypto markets in terms of uh, market caps, trading volumes, and the rest. It will definitely happen. And uh, and uh, finally, what we talked about, uh, regulation will always come in. And uh, all these things are the things that I believe that are likely to make uh, the uh, impact uh, significantly the crypto markets in the coming months and years. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Gani, do you agree with that? He's mentioned institutional um, adoption. He, um, he mentioned earlier. He mentioned them um, waking up the US dollars. So, do you think all of this? You know, do you really want crypt- uh, Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so I would say that um, if we look at the combination of those factors, right, and like I said earlier, the fact that. You know, Bitcoin itself has been able to defy all odds, uh, looking at all of the uncertainty in the market. So it offers some optimism. I, I, I must I must admit that, you know, maybe better days are indeed ahead. And, um, and you know, for somebody who is very concerned about regulation, that I'm, I'm particularly excited by the institutional support that the crypto market is now gaining. So this is also part of the things that would inspire confidence in people. Uh, you know, so if the Nigerian government has like a rethink and decides to recognize, you know, Bitcoin as a financial asset, for instance, it's going to offer a lot of confidence in the Nigerian people. People will be like, for the government to really trust, Crypto, you know, this, then it means that we can actually put our money. And you're sure that government is not giving you uh, false hope. I mean, just hope on paper that there exists some sort of regulatory frameworks, you know, policies that are in place to actually ensure your safety. So, so it, it's interesting to see how well you know the crypto market is evolving, especially in terms of regulation. And I, I, I will be looking forward to seeing what happens on the global scale now. If I mean, eventually the G7 discuss and you know we see what they come up with, and even 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 at the level of you know uh, the international community, really everybody has you know a, a, a crypto policy, a crypto regulation 
that would help enable the market it will be very good for i mean for for everybody and a lot of crypto enthusiasts of course will be excited and even some of some of us crypto skeptics might also be converted so it's going to be a win Let's wait and see. Yeah, so the, for me, on my own part, the number, you know, VC funding dropped by 80%. I want to see VC funding increased by 90% in the second quarter. That means they have another thing. Yeah. Wait, is that a prediction? Yes. Well, that's, that's a bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It's possible. See? You see? It's my own is, I shall want to make it. <laughs> Wa- we all, me. We're all going to make <laughs> it. Wag crypto, me. Please, please. <laughs> My children's oh, is at stake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we have come to the end of the conversation. Thank you, Elochuku and Ganyu, for joining us. Gan, um, damn, I'm not thanking you. Um, Elochuku, thank you once again for joining us. It has been insightful. Um, you know, Dan would have done a recap, but he's not happy today because of Lagos traffic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So yes, uh, would you? Uh, the conversation doesn't usually end here. You know, just drop your social media handle, whichever one you use mostly, so that people can you know reach out to you, and um, you know continue the conversation. Okay. Uh, Which one do you use? You can just send so. Us- uh, I, okay. Yeah, uh, I actually use uh, LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, so, Elochuku Okoye is my okay. name. So just be uh, team Elo Chuku Okoye is on you search for me. And you can ask him questions about the how to address. do research. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Any question LinkedIn, you have, you can just link, go to Elo LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn.com. You can reach me at LinkedIn.com. Okay. Slash IN slash Elo Chuku dash Okoye. Okay. That's right. my All right. Uh, thank you. Thank great. you so, so much. So you can get it right. All right. Ganyu. Yeah. Okay. So that you meet your fellow <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm Gani Olorotadi on all social media platforms. Gani is spelled G N I U without the Y. Hmm. Um so Olorotadi is well, so serious. He's preparing for his mandate in 2020. Ah. Yeah, so if you search for me, Omole Omori, all social media handles, you will find me. I'm sure you'll find me. There's no other, there's no other combination like that. Omole Omori. Sprite. Mine is Down 7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Olua Damler Akin on LinkedIn. I just opened my Facebook back again. So yeah, you oh, can wow. meet me on Facebook. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, uh, this is Tech Byte. We have come to the end of Tech Byte 32. Um, like, subscribe, share, engage with it as um, as much as you can. You can, you know, draw out snippets mm-hmm. and share across your platform. The conversation, as I said, it doesn't end here. You can meet either Ilichuku or Ganyu. Uh, do come and meet me because I'm still unhappy about <laughs> what happened to Bitcoin last year. Um, so you can meet either Ilichuku or Ganyu, you know, talk to them about uh, the resurgence of Bitcoin prices. Um, TBC next week. All right, take thank care, you. guys. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Take care. Thank you.